All right, all right, all right. Happy Life Studios. Welcome back with your host, Steve-O. 25 years national inspirational speaker. Who's not going to get inspired today? Are you tired of being sad and confused? Maybe you're totally clueless. Well, here comes Steve Hayes. So get ready to live the happy life. Welcome back. For those of you that have been here before, and if it's your first time, uh, we here at Happy Life Studios are here to help you become happier. Today, I want to talk to you about some acronyms. For instance, like NASA. NASA actually stands for something, right? And I'm sure many of you know it stands for National Aeronautics and Space Administration. How about radar? Radio detecting and ranging. Sonar. Sound navigation and ranging. Google. Did you know that Google is actually an acronym for... General organism optimized for gratification and logical exploration. <laughs> or some say it stands for God's own official guide to learning everything. We do know that when Bing came out, Bing supposedly, I got I have family and friends that work at Microsoft, and they tell me that Bing stands for Bing is not Google. How about Geigel? Garbage in, garbage out. What you, type, what you take in is what you're going to emit. You are what you eat, in other words. So that's kind of why I want to stay away from fruits and vegetables and nuts because uh, if you are what you eat, well, <laughs> never mind. How about Dodge? Okay, for, for everyone who's not a Dodge fan, here you go. Drive only during great emergencies. <laughs> but to be fair, some say that Ford actually stands for found on the road dead or fix or repair daily. Chevy can't have expensive vehicle yet <laughs> so either made you really happy or I, I really ticked you off i don't know i hope i didn't tick you off because it's happy life studios hey we're here to help you be happy so that's what we're trying to do what about texting acronyms i mean texting it's so funny because you know i've got i've got three boys and uh two of them they're almost all teenagers um luckily one's going to be leaving teenagehood this year while one joins teenagehood so i'm only going to have two teenagers at a time in the house but texting you know technology the whole deal i just when i don't understand i just hand it to my boys and ask them what it means but let me give you a little guide to what some of these things are in case you don't already know btw by the way these are some of the easy ones fyi we knew that even before texting for your information asap as soon as possible the letter B, the number four, is just a short way of saying before, obviously. Uh, THX for thanks. Um, L, the number eight, and the letter R, of course, for later. LOL, which stands for laugh out loud, which for me in a long time I thought it meant la love or laugh, or I don't know. But it stands for laugh out loud. But to, if we're going to be really literal, I mean, how many times do we actually really laugh out loud when we read the text or hear the, and we say LOL. But I think really it poss should possibly be more like L-I-M-H-T-M, laugh in my head to myself. That's probably more um, logistically correct, right? Probably more literal. JK for just kidding. BRB, be right back. C-U-L-8-R, see you later. And of course, we all know and love T-G-I-F. Thank God it's Fridays. Here's some more difficult ones. You probably know a lot of these. Here's a test for you. IDK, right? I don't know. TBH, to be honest. H, hug. I didn't know that one. H just stands for hug. Um, GBH then would stand for great big hug. 
Um, BCNU stands for be seeing you. Okay, <laughs> I like that one. BTDT, been there, done that. I like this one. It stands for hello again. R-E-H-I, like rehi, I'm telling you, hello again. I like that one. It's kind of creative. I-M-H-O, in my honest opinion or in my humble opinion. T-T-F-N, of course, is ta-ta for now. I like, here's some ones that I, that I didn't know about before that I kind of like this one, T-A-N-S-T-A-A-F-L. That's actually, that's actually one I looked it up. It stands for, there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Well, that's true, right? How about R-O-T-F-L? We know what that's supposed to stand for, rolling on the floor laughing, which how often does that happen? Like when I read something, I actually start rolling on the floor laughing. I don't know if it's been rare in my life if I've ever seen anyone on the floor laughing, let alone rolling around. I think it should be more like S-I-M-C-L-T-M, which stands for sitting in my chair laughing to myself. I think that's a much more honest than R-O-F-L. <laughs> I anal. <laughs> I am not a lawyer. I like that one. Okay. And B-Y-O-H. Did you know this one was one? I You probably do, but I, I didn't. I'm kind of dumb in a lot of this stuff, but bat you on a head. <laughs> B-Y-O-H. Uh, I'd like to talk to you today about an acronym that I made up. Uh, since it's Happy Life Studios and since I'm talking about happy life, I want to talk about, I made life into an acronym, which stands for Life is for Enjoying. L-I-F-E, Life is for Enjoying, which I think is way better than what some people probably think life is for enduring. They're both acronyms for life, enjoying or enduring. And we've all met people like this, right? That they, they believe that life is for enduring. They think that you just hang on and, and life is tough and it's the whole your mentality. But to be honest with you, I've just come out of a, of a long, long season of enduring myself. Um, there's a lot of truth about life is for enduring, to be honest with you. I mean, I've, I've come out of more than a decade of, I, I would call it just surviving. I've been treading water for like the last 10 years or so. You know, it happens in life. You you see people when you're younger and, and you wonder how they get to where they're at. But then, you know, like my son's a teenager and he's in college, so he knows everything. So when I don't know something, I just go to him because he obviously knows. But I used to know everything too, you know, but then, <laughs> but then life happens, right? And when life happens, stress happens. And then sometimes you find yourself, you used to have these dreams and before long, you used to be swimming and moving somewhere. Before long, you find yourself just treading water. You know what? There's really only a half inch difference between treading water and drowning. And I feel like for over the last decade or so, um, I've been in that zone of just treading water. And uh, there's only a half inch difference between that and drowning. And there are so many days and weeks and months and years that I just was just trying to survive. I was just trying to make it. Life was for enduring for me. But you know what's really kind of funny is happy life and the whole concept of happy life and it was God's way of getting me out of enduring, out of surviving. At one point, I felt like God came up to me and said, Steve, why are you treading water anyway? Because uh, for me, when I used to take swimming lessons as a kid and they made you tread water, it was a lot harder to tread water than it was to just swim. I mean, when I was, I can tread water a long time now, but as a kid, man, I can only go a minute or so. But swimming was easy and I felt like God said, Steve, why are you treading water? If it's so close to drowning, then why are you doing it? Are you just hoping that an uh, island is going to appear out of nowhere? Are you hoping a cruise ship is going to run into you and you can they can lower the, the ladder and let you on? If you're treading water, sooner or later you are going to drown. But if you're swimming, you're at least moving in a direction. At least there's, there's some hope that you're going to find something. I felt like God said, stop surviving, Steve, and start dreaming again. And happy life is what's been doing that for me. Not just 
taking the message of Happy Life and spreading it in a whole sorts of different venues and multicasting and getting out there and helping people become more happy. But for myself, a lot of the problem was my perception. It wasn't even the situation I was in, and I wanted to blame my situation. I was angry, and that's one of the first things that anger does is that it wants to blame someone or something, and I wanted to blame things for my life, and I just wasn't happy. But when my perception began to change as to what was really going on, when I learned to look, listen, and remember, when I, when I, my perception changed and happiness began to come, I began to start swimming again. I began to start dreaming again. I, I even forgot what my dreams were. I had to really work hard to revisit what my dreams actually were because when I was a younger guy, man, I, I dreamt like crazy. In fact, I think all kids love the dream. I mean, unless they've had their childhood taken away from them brutally or or rudely or in some way. From most Kids love the dream of who they're going to be and what they're going to do when they get older. And, you know, kids love the dream. I think adults love to survive. I mean, I think we, we get kind of trained to stop dreaming. Enter the real world. I like what John Mayer, what song is that? Welcome to the real world, they said to me condescendingly. Since I can't wait to get back to my 10-year reunion, you know, and when I tell people what, what, what is really up, right? But they keep telling us to get into the real world, stop dreaming and start, you know, doing, well, there's some truth to that, but can you understand how things like that also get us to stop dreaming? There are people in the world that don't stop dreaming. That's why we visit the moon. That's why we have microwaves today. That's why we have indoor plumbing. Thank you, Jesus, right? I mean, air conditioning. I mean, all all these things were by dreamers who didn't give up on their dreaming. You know, they want us to color within the lines. As a kid, you just color. And I, I get trying to color within the lines, but there's also a part of me that does not get it. I mean, we need to be dreaming. All your innovators, your your people that start new things, it's because they never believe the lie that as an adult, we can't dream anymore. And I tell you what, for me, man, this whole happy life concept, this whole dreaming, this whole moving forward again has just lit me up. As my friend would tell me, I'm fired up. I just, I just am because I used to be, I used to be a really happy person, you know, and then life came and, and hit and boy, it doesn't take long to squeeze that happiness right out of you. And at that point, you're just enduring. Life is for enduring at that point. But TBH, <laughs> to be honest, there, see how like, I pulled that acronym out there? I do think that life is for enduring. I mean, it's, it's, an unknown per, it's an unknown quote. I don't know who said it, obviously, but we know it, right? The race does not always go to the swift, but to those who keep on running. And for my situation, I would say that the prize doesn't go to those who tread water. It goes to those who start swimming, right? And don't get me wrong. I mean, one of the biggest reasons I do this podcast is because I know what it's like to struggle. Who doesn't? We're all human beings, but I want to do something to help us through the struggle. I'm talking about a happiness that's deeper than circumstances. Because if I rely upon circumstances to be happy, I'm going to be happy 3% of my life, if that, right? I'm talking about a happiness that goes deeper than circumstances. We all know people, and I want to become one of those people where in the midst of the hard time, I can still be happy. It doesn't rock my world to to go through tough times. There are people out there that are still happy. That's the kind of happiness that I am trying to achieve and trying to attain. Um, I'm not an expert on it by any means, but I'm a lot better at it than I used to be. So for those of you that are in the middle of it, man, when you're you're just going through it right now. First of all, I want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're going through that. And secondly, I want to say if you're in the middle of the struggle, if you're in the middle of your night, just keep on going. 
Just keep on going. Just keep on breathing. Sometimes that's what happy life is. It's enough strength to keep waking up. Just don't quit because happy life is right around the corner unless we stop. I mean, seriously, if you ever read the book of Psalms, it's in the middle of the Bible. It's really kind of cool. It's kind of messed up, too. A lot of people have said that the guy who wrote that book, book uh, his name was David, and he actually became a king. He was, he was manic depressive, man. And when you read a lot of stuff, it's negative, dude. It is negative. It's just a, really, it's a, like a journal. I mean, if you get into somebody else's journal, you'd realize, man, that person's messed up. But the truth be told, <laughs> we're all messed up, right? I mean, we all got brokenness in us. But he, if, if you read in the book of Psalms, you read how he's, he, he gets real negative. He gets real down, but he keeps talking. He doesn't quit. If you keep reading in Psalms and it gets really negative, don't stop reading. Don't stop reading because pretty soon it turns. And pretty soon he says, why am I so discouraged? Wait a minute. He grabs a hold of himself and says, hey, I need to put my hope in God or I need to keep moving forward. I mean, that's kind of what the book of Psalms is all about. And if you're in the middle of the Psalms where it's really ugly and and, and dark for you, just keep reading, so to speak. Just keep moving because if happy life is right around the corner, we're never going to know if we stop. It can be right around the corner, but we'll never know because we stopped in our darkness. Don't stop in your struggle. Don't stop in your darkness. Happy life is right around the corner. Just don't stop. Then you'll find it. Life rarely ever turns out how we plan. So we just need to adapt. Sometimes we've got to punt and come out for a whole new set of downs and let our defense do the work, so to speak. Adjust and keep on dreaming. I also know that life isn't just for enduring. It's also for enjoying. L-I-F-E, life is for enjoying. In fact, joy is what gives us the strength to endure. So enjoy. If life is for enduring for you right now, then also embrace the concept that life is for enjoying. Embrace that acronym too, because those two go hand in hand. Life is for enduring. Life is for enjoying. Enjoy, the word enjoy actually comes from a Middle English word, which means to enjoy in, which means to make joyful or to give joy. So if life is for enduring right now, then hold on to life is for enjoying because that's what gives us joy. That's what makes us joyful. In fact, I like to invite, I, I, I like to define enjoy, E-N-J-O-Y, as enjoy, I-N-J-O-Y. I mean, when we enjoy something, I believe we step into joy. We enjoy it. I enjoy it. So if you're enduring right now, that happens. Those seasons come and go. If you're in the middle of the winter, right, and you're in the northwest, Midwest or you're in the north or you're someplace where it's very cold, you know if you just can hang on that spring is coming. And spring never felt better to hear those birds chirping and see the snow melting and, and see the green start to come up because winter was so long. If we lived in spring all the time, we would just take it for granted. So if you're enduring right now, realize that life is also for enjoying because it's the joy that's going to get you through the enduring. I hope that helps. I hope it helps you live a happier life. Thanks for listening. Have a happy life and a happy week. Someone happy Make just one Someone happy And you Will be happy too
Ebay's.